Hey, everybody, welcome to the Hire My VA Team and Business Building Podcast brought to you by YouGoZ.com. In this podcast, and of course, at Hire My VA, we help you to reclaim your freedom through hiring and thriving with virtual assistants without breaking the bank. And that means your bank, which is the most important bank. Right, Larry? That's right. Yeah. Well, I'm Dave Braun, and you heard that guy piping in. <laughs> He's my buddy, Larry. Uh, well, we were just talking for the last hour, talking about plans and what we're going to yeah. do, maybe a new goal setting system that we've got together that we're going to uh, be rolling out that we yeah. thought would just be great to help a lot of people. And, you know, it's putting tools together that we've got in a really right. nice comprehensive framework. It's pretty exciting. Handsome Dave, I love working with you. Yeah, I love you working you, with you. You make too. me happy. Yeah. Hey, how do you like my, how do you like my shoulders for those of you? I, I've got spikes coming out of my shoulders. It's very Game of Thrones ish. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm at uh, at our timeshare, getting a little bit of bonus time here in uh, Southern California. Looking at the beach to my left, palm trees, and I know. see a palm tree and the going over PCH. Yeah. Um, let's stop doing this podcast right now. I'm going to go. <laughs> let's finish this up and then you can go play. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's kind of cloudy and uh, cool, but it's, it's always beautiful, man. Well, we've got an interesting topic today, Dave, and it kind of ties in with what you're doing right now with your beautiful bride. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the question is, is how, and this, this time of year, right? The holiday right. season, well, yeah. it, it applies any time of year. Yeah. The question is, how do I rest and recover as an entrepreneur? Yeah. You know, it reminded me, um, one of the TV spots I did several years ago that you'd like to rub in my face once, it, once in a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is with Dr. Sudeep Bose on, on um, CBS. The, the Larry Broughton. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. But we talked about, um, he asked me to come on to talk about an article that I had written called The Five Physical Ailments of Success. Oh yeah, I remember. I don't that. know if you remember that. I think if I, I bet you I could look it up here. Pretty. I think quickly. it's on Ugozi, right? It is on Ugozi. Yeah, and so I talked about a study that I had seen. Here we go. That listed the top ailments that entrepreneurs tend to get that are success driven. Yeah. Right? Which means when the way they described it as they're ramping up their businesses, not not business that is stabilized, because sometimes when a business stabilizes, we're into a better routine. Yeah. Right. But as you are ramping up your business or you're moving to a new growth phase, actually, I just pulled the article up. Um, here are the five things that uh, the study showed. Number five is lingering colds. Makes sense, right? Funky skin conditions. <laughs> we get stressed out and you get a rash. Yes. Right? Eczema, those types of things. Back problems. We sit around or on our computers. We're not exercising. Killer migraines. And the thing that I get plagued with more than anything, kidney stones. Mm. We're so busy, we don't hydrate enough. So when this question came through, it immediately reminded me of that. But then when you and I were kind of brainstorming this, I think that um, this one is, this question is a good one because if we tackle this properly, it'll prevent most of these, most of these ailments. Yeah, or really, or really mitigate them down, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a better way to put it, yes. We can't guarantee it, David. <laughs> yeah, hard to guarantee too many things. Yeah, that's right. Well, and 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 I think that you know, you know, we are in the holiday season, and which is great, and we definitely do need to know what rest and recovery is. And actually, Larry, sometimes this time of year we need to know that more because we're so busy doing 
holiday parties and shopping and um, getting ready for year end and then going and doing stuff with family. I mean, it's just, it is almost never ending. Yeah. And then there's, you know, we, we've got, you know, family at Christmas and, oh, there's the New Year's party or there's getting ready for the New Year's party. Right. And then pretty soon, if we're not careful, we've gone through the holiday season and we're more tired than we were when we entered it. You hear it all the time. People complaining about this right during, during the holiday season. Um, before we jump in, I want to remind people, I want to hear from you folks. Yeah. Right. How do you recover as a leader? How do you recover as a high achiever or, or an entrepreneur or a leader, right? Um, but if you want that article that I just mentioned, just go to yougozi.com, Y-O-O-G-O-G-I.com. And in the little search bar and the right, right, um, the right column there, what do you call it? The right sidebar mm-hmm. uh, in the search engine there, just type in five ailments of success. And that article will, will pop right up. You know, Dave, as we were talking about this, we said that really there's three separate categories that make for a kind of an easy framework um, to for recovery. Because, man, we are sprint. We say, hey, I'm going to sprint for the weekend or I'm going to sprint this week. And what ends up happening ultimately? Generally, that sprint lasts a month or a season and we're not taking care of ourselves. That's right. Right. And so I think that we have to be really disciplined. And this is one of the things that a lot of us are lacking is discipline, but I, I like that as we were talking about this, it was, you know, there are micro rests, there are macro rests, and there are long-term rest, right? And I think that, didn't that come from a book that you were, you were you've been reading? Well, there's some reading? ideas there, but it was like, we were talking about it and those are our terms, right? So we can yeah. kind of like, like you said, put some framework around it, make people understand is what category this is in. Yeah. It's always easier for me. I think of, I always try to think in terms of threes, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> it just makes... It makes it easier for me and hopefully it makes it easier for other people. Yeah. So the, so the first one, like you said, is micro rest, right? You want to talk a little bit about that or you want me to this time? No, I can, I can hop in here. It's one of the things that um, we're developing. It's on our list of little webinars to do um, is that these are just small little rest cycles that you need to take throughout the day, right? A lot of studies have said you really should not be focused on your work any longer than 90 minutes max, Right. And maybe you got to start up yes. to that. But um, one of the things I like to talk about is the, uh, the Pomodoro technique. Like I've got this little kitchen timer. It's a oh, Pomodoro. It's a, it's a tomato, right? And that is little a tomato or a tomato. Let's call the whole thing off, Dave. You say tomato, <laughs> I say tomato. <laughs> um, but that, that technique just in a nutshell is you identify what you're going to work on. And then you take your little kitchen timer. You set it for 25 minutes. And then you take, you work, 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 focus, work, work, work. And then it goes off at 25 minutes or 20 minutes. I have found I, I can't, I've got to, I work best at a 20 minute stop. And then take a five minute break. Mm-hmm. Just get up, walk around, go outside, get some fresh air. Dave, I get, I get reminded sometimes. Do you remember at my office um, there in Anaheim? There were a couple of times we just went down, stood in the grass, took our shoes and socks off and stood in the grass. (laughs) That was so refreshing. Right? Right? Yes. How often do people actually do that? Right? So go do that for five minutes. Play with the dog for five minutes. Listen to music. Make yourself a cup of tea. Five minutes. Stop. All right. Go back to your desk or whatever task you're working on. Set the timer again, 20 or 25 minutes. Do that four times. After the fourth, 20 or 25 minute set, 
you take a longer 15 to 30 minute break. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where you really just relax, take a quick little power nap, um, play with the dog, do, do whatever, but get away from the work. Yes. Now, what you don't do, Dave, is during that 30 minute or a five minute break, you don't just switch and okay, I'm working on writing my book and now I'm going to go check emails for five minutes. No, you have to actually let your brain rest. That's right. From that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So those are kind of the, um, the, um, the, the little micro stuff. Now we were talking before this and you talked about this, uh, something, what's, what's the guy's name? Jordan something. Jordan Raynor. And if you guys can, um, if you're watching this versus listening to him, I'm holding up the book. It's called Redeeming Your Time. And it that's, comes that's from a, a perspective of, um, you know, Christ followers, Christians, but there's so much in it that even if you aren't, you'll get a lot out of it because he talks about a lot of the different scientific studies and techniques and things that he uses to help his time be more productive. It's called uh, the book's called Redeeming Your Time. Um, and one of the things that he talks about that, that really made sense to me was, um, Larry, like on those five-minute breaks you talk about, or if you choose to do a 90 minutes and then 15 minutes break, whatever it is, um, if you are doing work with your mind, then you want to work with your hands on your break. If you're doing work with your hands in your 90 minutes, then you want to do a break with your mind. So an example of that would be is most of you guys listening to us are um, working with your mind, most likely, and for the majority of what you're doing. And so a great break is like what you talked about, Larry, is um, go pet the dog, go take the dog for a walk. It could be doing something around the house. It could be laundry. It could be washing the dishes. It could yeah. be cleaning out your shed really quick. It could be doing a little bit of the lawn. Um, and so it's, 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 it's something where you're working with your hands and you're resting um, your brain during that time. And then, of course, opposite is if you're doing something like if you're a carpenter or, you know, or a mechanic or something where you're working a lot with your hands, then you may want to go in and sit down and read a book or read an article on something or look at your phone and do some social media. That would be a break for you. So I think, Larry, what we were talking about uh, beforehand is just try different things and figure out what gives you the most stress. But we promise you it's the 15 minutes or the five minute break that you do, if you do something similar to what you're doing in your normal work, that is not going to be rest. You got to do something different. It's, and micro, think about this way, like in sports, for instance, and I mean micro, like small micro breaks. Like I follow combat sports, yeah. boxing, MMA, that kind of thing. A fighter may step back and drop his arms or in between rounds, they go sit in a corner in the corner and, and rest, you know, for, yeah. for a little bit in between rounds. Um, a tennis player may switch hands that, you know, um, with the racket in the other hand while they're resting in between sets or whatever it is, small little breaks, they add up, they improve performance. Yes. Right? Um, so you got to think of your, your body is really like very much like a machine. Yeah. Right. And if you just keep the, think about your car, if you just sit your car out in the park, uh, out in your driveway, and put it in neutral and just rev that damn engine and <laughs> yeah. sit there for an hour with your pet, your foot to the, the, your gas pedal to the floor. You're going to do some wear and tear on that car. If you do that yeah. constantly. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and one of the other things that um, Jordan Rader talks about, it's like, um, it makes sense is of course, you know, there's the, the rest and recovery cycles and then there's sure. a productivity cycles. 
don't do something when you're done with your rest cycle. Um, well, how do we do it? Don't do your main productivity cycle and do something to where it's not like taxing on your brain. In other words, the first productivity cycle of the day, don't, you know, check your email, do something that's a little bit more uh, brain intensive, but that's, that's a side. While it's fresh. Yeah. While you're fresh. Yeah. And we talk about these micro rests to help you stay fresh uh, throughout the day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then of course um, we want to, you know, it, it's always a good idea to take a lunch break. And uh, Larry, you want to talk about um, how I do my naps? Yeah, do it. Well, I, I have a nap every day. Well, I have an hour in my calendar blocked out yep. from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. And we got to get this done in 15 minutes. <laughs> Tick tock, man. That's right. <laughs> so then I'll go, I'll go and um, fix myself some lunch and relax a little bit. Sometimes I'll catch up on the news, but then I will set a timer for 27 minutes, a countdown timer. And then I will take a nap. Sometimes I don't um, use all of that time, but I usually use most of it. And the reason why it's 27 minutes is because um, Daniel Pink wrote a book called When, about how important it is to do certain things, certain tasks, when your body clock is most aligned with the, um, that type of a task itself. Um, like if you're a morning person and an evening person, when you do your creative times, when you do your um, detailed work, that kind of stuff. And he talks about what um, what works for him for naps. Um, if you take a, if you start taking a nap longer than 15 or 20 minutes, it's going to be harder to wake up. You'll wake up and you'll be groggy. Um, so he talks about um, keeping it to that. And then he adds, he typically would add five minutes because it takes a little bit of time to, to wind down and, and get to sleep. And so I experimented with that and I just ended up picking 27 minutes and I'm good to go when the alarm goes off. And how long have you been doing that now? Actually, I think I've been doing that for at least a year, if not two years. Yeah. I've been, to, I was taking naps before. And the reason why is I remember reading about um, some of the studies that NASA did with the astronauts, yes. right? Yeah. And them taking little naps, sleeping up in their capsules, allowed them to do um, more exacting and detailed work at a higher level once they were done with their naps. There are a lot of business owners, CEOs, high performers that I know who take naps. You know, in my former company, we had a little, um, we had a, a dark room that had massage chairs. In it. Yeah. You know, my office in, in, in Anaheim had a sofa in it, right? Um, I think it's, it's really important if you can fit it in. I know that people chuckle at it and you're gonna hear people, you know, oh, I go on little sleep and I'm gonna go at it hard charging for 12 hours in my office. Those badges of honor aren't, you're really not productive. Yeah. When yeah. you're honest with yourself, you're not productive. You get, you get distracted chasing the social media of rabbit down a hole and it's your brain because it's tired. It needs a rest. And so you get distracted. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was, else. and I've heard from several people and I'll just repeat what I've heard from several folks is that, you know, there isn't, there isn't time management, right? There's no right. real time management. We've all got the same amount of time in the day. Right really more energy management. Right. In our case, what we're talking about is pretty much, you know, more um, for, for folks who listen to us is, is um, brain energy management. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is a good way to lead us into this, the middle phase here, which is the macro. Perfect. I, I remember early on in my entrepreneurial career, after I'd gotten out of the military, um, I was really getting into the business arena. I didn't take time mm -hmm. off. I was still hard charging it 
mm. you know, like I was, when I was yeah. in the military and I was getting grumpy and hangry. And, and finally, you know, I remember my guy who ended up becoming my business partner saying, you know, you need to schedule time off. If you don't schedule it, it will always, there will always be something to do, but put it in your calendar. And I used to have excuse. I can, I've got this going on and I got that going on. And he said, I want to see in your calendar, because back then it was daytimers, right? Pull out your Franklin Covey <laughs> daytimer and show me that you've blocked out at least a half day a week for the next month, at least a half day. And then it's going to go to the next month, it's a full day. The next month, it's two days off a week you have to take off. You are no good to anyone else if you're burned out. You know? And what I found is after I got disciplined, I know this is resonating with some folks, Dave, because we know some of the listeners to this, this podcast, right? Um, about having to take time off. What I found after like the first month when I was really taking a full day off, and by the way, like not checking email, mm, right? Like yeah. you just have out of office responder, responders on. Like, and I mean, really taking time off. I was, I was coming back more creative. Yes. I remember the first, after working for several years and not taking a vacation, I took two weeks off Yeah. together. And I came back and I had so many brilliant ideas that people started saying, please don't take any more time off. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming back with so many ideas. Then we have to implement them oh, in the company. Man. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And that, but that's, that's getting ahead on the more long-term stuff. Right. But yeah. truly, 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 for your long-term health, for the health of your relationships, for the health of your, you know, spouse and all of that kind of stuff, you've got to take time off during, yes. during the week, these micro breaks, or not micro, the macro rest, taking a day off a week or at least a half day. Um, for anyone in the, who's in the Christian Judeo religion, you know, they call it a Sabbath, taking the Sabbath, which is supposed to be just a day of rest. And frankly, the Western uh, work week was built around, around that. That's right. right? Yeah. 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 And I think one of the things to remember too, for us is that, you know, we, we have not, I don't know, how do you say evolved? I mean, we've had how many thousands of years of normal work rest cycles because part of it's because we couldn't work at night it was hard to with light and right. all that kind of stuff. But now it's so different. We can really, if we wanted to work 24 seven Some do, and yeah, and some do. And that, of course that leads to burnout. But one of the things I think that's so important is, um, you know, especially you may have trouble taking that Sabbath or that day off. Um, but just to, to remind you that somebody like a Tony Robbins, somebody like them, if they are hard charging for a weekend, I know what he does is he takes a whole day afterwards, totally off, no computer, nothing to be with his family, uh, to recharge. And, um, you know, then there's one other aspect that we want to talk about here as far as recharging is your sleep hygiene. Oh my gosh. And so underrated. It is. And um, here's Larry, where we're going to talk about where we don't necessarily practice as much as we preach. <laughs> I'm doing Guilty. better. Guilty. Yeah. So Cheryl, I'll tell you a story. Cheryl, my wife, she went to um, like a sleep doctor um, mm -hmm. not too long ago, and she's going to do get one of those studies about sleep apnea and all that. But the doctor was very helpful in, in saying, here's what you really, really, really need to do. And it's not like we didn't really know that, but it's 
it just emphasized it to us. So maybe we should talk about a few of those um, good sleep habits because sleep is so critical, right? Sleep is, you know, it helps regulate our hormones. If we don't yep. sleep enough, we can gain weight. Yep. Um, uh, the, the levels of uh, stress, we don't recover from that. In fact, cortisol uh, levels. Cortisol levels. And in fact, good sleep shows that uh, it allows our brains to process the stuff throughout the day so that when we get up, uh, we can be more creative and be more enthused for our work. So there's been uh, a lot of studies on sleep that have showed that it, it extends your life up to 10 years. If you have yeah. good, consistent, and this is the key, consistent sleep hygiene. Um, I remember years ago, it was kind of like a badge of honor that people had. Oh, I only sleep five hours, you know, a night. And so everyone, all, all these on, young entrepreneurs thought, well, if he only gets five hours of sleep a night, I can only get five hours of sleep a night because they were saying, you know, I get up two hours earlier than anybody else so that, you know, I'm working two hours, you know, more than my competitors every day. And that's 10 hours a week. And that's blah, blah, you know, they do, they extrapolate that out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that might work for you. You might be an outlier, right? But for most people, they will be more productive. They'll be yes. more creative if they're getting at least six, but most people say seven to eight, maybe even nine hours of sleep, right? Um, I think that depending on how much you sprint, Dave, and I mean both emotionally and physically, you need more recuperation time. Right? Yes. I can think of times when I was really super <clears throat> physically fit, which I'm not right now. If I were to do my spider graph, the physical, I'd probably be a four, maybe, <laughs> you know, and I used to pride myself in running in the nine, eight and a half to nine range on that. So during those seasons when I was super physically fit, where my spiritual life was strong, my relations, relationships were strong, and I was killing it on the finance side and then the professional side, I needed rest because mm. every part of my body and soul and spirit and mind was taxed, right? And so if you are a high achiever, you must get sleep. You must get physical and emotional. and Just rest. You have to rest your machine. You got to take your foot off the accelerator. Absolutely. That's, us, I mean, it does make sense, you know, and it's kind of one of those TFTR things, right? Thanks for the reminder. We know this. Yes. Yes. We need to be reminded of it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Got to take it, you know, between hydrate and sleep hygiene. So yeah. very important. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do a few quick techniques. So um, one of the things that's important about sleep is make it a routine, make it regular. Um, you know, I've got a, a new grandson. He's a month and a half old. And that's one of the first things that um, Brandon Noel, my son and daughter-in-law did is get um, Logan on a schedule, yep. right? Because it's important. Yeah. My um, niece and nephew, they've got their kids who are older. They're still on a, on a schedule, which is really important. So like, for example, figure out when it is. If you're going to um, try to get your eight hours of sleep, starting go from 10, to 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., Start your bedtime routine at nine o'clock. Turn off the TVs, no phone, no nothing. As much as you can. Um, make sure your bedroom is what what the Pause sleep for a second, doctor. Dave. Yeah, go ahead. Pause for a second. Some studies have shown that um, you should have at least 60 minutes of screen-free time prior to sleep. Yeah. No computer, no phone, no TV for an hour before sleep. Yeah. And that's, and that's hard for some people. And again, Larry, I think part of this is what works for you, right? Right. 
Um, and, and so, but you, there's no reason why you can't, um, when you start that routine, um, if you want to read something, you know, read a physical book, they still make those, <laughs> they still make those or but listen, or you can listen yeah. to one or music and or whatever. So one of the things that slick doctor talked to um, Cheryl about, she said, use your bedroom only for, um, uh, sex and sex or sleep. Don't watch TV in it. Yeah. Typically don't read books, maybe a little bit, but not mm-hmm. much. Um, you know, keep it as dark as possible, get rid of any light. Um, and then, um, I was also heard about trying to keep your bedroom cooler at yeah. night because your body, you, you sleep better. Yeah. Um, so those are a few, um, techniques. And of course, don't no caffeine, you know, past like 4 PM around that time or 5 PM, no caffeine and, um, and don't eat too late because the last thing you want to do is be woken up with indigestion because you're laying flat and you, you know, you get all that acid kicking up. So don't eat too late. Um, so those are a few tips that I've got. You have anything else? No, I think those are, those are the major ones. Yeah. There's, oh, there's other ones too. Like, um, sometimes what'll help me is I'll use a noisemaker. Uh, ambient. You're talking okay, ambient, about ambient, ambient noise. Like for example, um, not the party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. A sleep, some call it a sleep machine. So it might be waves. It might be crickets or yeah, noises, whatever. Yeah. Cause sometimes I'll wake up after a few hours of sleep and my mind will be going mm-hmm. and that helps. Um, if you, if you do wake up and your mind is going, you know, maybe you can get up really quick and write it down and get it out of your brain or turn a noisemaker on and get back to sleep. You know, well, so. I would, let me tell you my very quick experience uh, on getting up and, and writing it down. Um, the other things I would add in there between the cool room and all that kind of stuff we talked about, the no screen time is to do your gratitude journal. You think like, what am I gonna do yeah. for an hour if I turn off the TV? Well, between turning on some soothing music, dimming your lights, brushing your teeth, washing your face, doing your gratitude journal doing a little bit of listening or reading um that's that's an hour yeah if you and and by the way i when i'm really at my best i'm physically slowing down you see me dave i move at a pretty quick pace yeah right Uh like physically if i'm gonna go get a cup of coffee i'm going to get a cup of coffee i'm gonna go i move at a quick pace um and so i intentionally slow my movements down Mm -hmm. as well i'll meander to the kitchen you know, yeah. I'll meander to the bathroom, you know, like watching me brush my teeth in the morning is a lot different than watching me brush my teeth at night. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I do it with a sense of urgency. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, it's like, you're excited and you want to get the day going. And Exactly. The shower I take in the morning is much faster than the shower I take at night. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, I'm more, I linger a little bit longer. I'm prepping for it. Right. So um, I think the gratitude thing is an important thing too. You start training your mind for rest. Now, what I used to do, Dave, is what you just said, that if I had things in my mind, I used to have my to-do list right next to my bed and mm-hmm. I was training myself. If something pumped in my brain, I would write it down. <laughs> yeah. So what I do now when I wait, if I have something going through my mind, if I, I truly cannot um, rest and it's really driving me that crazy, then yes, I will get up, I'll come to my desk, I will write it down and I'll get do breathing exercises and go back to bed. I don't have that. I don't have my to-do list in my bedroom any longer. I yeah. was training my brain to wake up, to write the darn thing down. That's right. So yeah. Now what I do is I say, okay, I'm, okay. It woke me up. I'm letting you go. If it's important, it'll come back to me. 
And that's true. It will. It normally will. I do know that there's times when if, if there is something that's waking you up in the middle of the night and you can't get to sleep, you can be running it over and over and over in your brain. That's creating a loop that you're just, you, you can't even think about not thinking about it. Then yeah. Yeah. Get it out of your brain. Hopefully though, that's the um, minority of the time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Let's jump into a few long-term things, right? Where we're talking about weekends and longer vacations. Like full weekends. Like this is where it's two days off. Get ready. Get ready uh, for this day in a row. Two whole days. Ooh. In a row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I, one of the things that's important to me too, is that, um, and this is what you can do a practical thing with your team to force um, you guys to take some team, some time off is give your team um, a week off. So Larry, what happened when I was, um, uh, when I was in my, my career, we worked in um, a semiconductor um, company. It was Rockwell at the time and then changed to Connexent, but we were there working um, in an office area that was in the same building, but where the factory was. And so what they would do is they would um, take two weeks at the end of the year um, around Christmas and New Year's, obviously, and they would shut the factory down for maintenance, which meant that they would turn power off and on the whole time. And so we couldn't work. So they'd make us take some vacation and give us some time off. And what was really awesome about that was is everybody in the team was off almost then there was very, very light support needed by anybody. Yep. So you weren't, it wasn't like you'd come back from that time off and have a jillion emails when you take the time off. Yeah. So it was awesome to be able to take the, the whole time off. So that's one of the things that, that I'm doing um, in my company is um, uh, I'm giving the team off. Now we've got a, a rotating schedule for support in case clients need it, but we're telling clients we're not going to be around um, except for emergencies, the team's going to be off so we can really um, relax and get our brains um, rested. And, you know, if somebody is in, um, inclined to do it, then, then it might, they might want to um, take a course on something. But I think, though, that that's going to end up being where they're excited about it. They want to do it. It's part of their strengths um, and it's actually going to feed them as well. Yeah, I just want to give people permission here for a second. You don't don't feel guilty if you're yeah. at the end of season where you're not taking time off. We have all been there. We've yeah. all been there, right? I mean, we're crying out loud, Dave. We were just on a call last week, I think it was, with one of our coaching clients, right? And she's about ready to take her first vacation. And how many years did she say since she launched her business? Oh, Three I, years? Yeah, for Probably, sure. Whatever, whatever yeah. it's been. Like she she's never taken a vacation. Mm. I think it's three years, right? And the first one is going to be out of the country, right? Oh, wow. Right? And so she had to, we said, right, let's go through that. And this is what, so she was on a, was it a virtual spotlight session? She was, well, on one well, of she was in our Q&A. Q&A, that's what it was, Q&A. one of the monthly Q&A calls. So it's, Which, it's a good question. Like, how do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> what do I need? What do I need to be aware of? Like emergency contact list and contacting your vendors and contacting your key clients and those kind of things. And that's where some of these uh, Q&A calls that we do come in, they're really handy because it can be as complex of an issue as like reorganization or refinancing to very simple, not simple, but um, questions like, how do I take a vacation? What do I need to think about? Well, and, and, and what's, so, what's so important about having access to that 
to our course and to our course and community and especially our community where you can ask the q a's we do those monthly now and a little bit of teaching yeah. is that sometimes these questions it's not like you're gonna think ahead of time sometimes these questions come up just like that and you need to get an answer to it because you're having a problem in your business right. or like for this person they needed to get ready to go on vacation what do i need to do right 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 well this reminds me dave i was used to be on a mastermind years ago it's a high-end mastermind and then big businesses. And, and one of the guys was like one of my heroes, guy named George Lonzo. He's a business broker. And um, he shocked everyone in the mastermind. I think there were 12 or 13 of us in there. And, um, and he used to take one month off a quarter. Some of you folks have heard me talk about this before. That's right. One month, every quarter he took off. And what he would say is, hey, I can sprint for eight weeks if I know they're going to take four weeks off afterwards. He built his life around this. And he was married, had a wonderful wife. And they were very happy and they traveled regularly, right? So he didn't just take yeah. a month off and sit at home. They went and did stuff. They come back tanned and excited and, it's, you know, and he built an infrastructure. This is what he and Dora had said, hey, we're going to build our life around this, right? Um, and uh, so a lot of us like, oh, that's, that's really awesome. So you can do it. But it reminds me of professional sports teams where they have a season. Yeah. Next yeah. number of weeks long. They're going to bust their hump during that time. And then they're going to take time off and they're going to refresh, rejuvenate, do the surgery or whatever it is that they needed to do to be prepared for the next, mm-hmm. the next season. Right. I think that's one way to look at the long-term breaks and rest um, so that you can maintain uh, a positive trajectory um, in your life and in your business. Yeah. And I think, um, and sometimes you do need to, to, to have experiences with your, your spouse or your family, you do need to take those extended times off. I remember one time, um, um, years ago, um, when the kids were just in high school, we took a cruise to Alaska and we did some land tours and stuff. We were gone for two weeks. It was like one of the best vacations ever memories that I wouldn't trade a million dollars for 10 million dollars for it was so awesome. Yeah. If you don't plan or you don't if you feel like you can never take a week or two off, you're never going to have those experiences because right. life is I mean, yeah, we love our businesses and we get so much significance through those, but so many great things happen when yeah. we um, have these uh, amazing experiences and to get some of those experiences, we got to take a little bit of extended time off. Yep. I think that's really good. Hey, uh, Dave. Yeah. You know, the great thing about working at home now is that you get to see what goes on in life. And my dog is flipping the heck out. It has to go out. So let's wrap this thing up. Bodie, All right. Please let's... do not go. Come here, Bodie. All right. Let's You're do that. On the floor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us today, for joining us at uh, uh, Timeshare and with Bodie. Yeah. And it's life is fun and crazy. Remember, though, building a team is the way to reclaim your freedom and allows you to do some of this stuff. Yeah. And we're here to help you with our course and community and our white glove service and our yeah. Q&As. Uh, we're, and with all of that stuff, we help you in so many different ways, including helping you find a rock star VA. And so you guys do us a favor and do a few things for us really quick. Right. Subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't already done so, using your phone, of course, and subscribe on YouTube. Um, hit the subscribe button and click on the little bell next to it to get reminders. Number two, give us a rating. Obviously, we want five star, but leave us a rating. Put a comment below this video, any comment. Um, tell us how you rest. Tell us what works for right. you because you don't know how many people you may be helping by giving them a new idea, a new way. Um, so do that. And then number three, go to hiremyvideo.com for more information.
about all the stuff we talked about, our course, our community, our white glove service. And um, remember, even without experience, you'll learn how to prepare for hire and thrive with virtual assistance. So join us. Go to HireMyBA.com for more information. Yes. And um, hey, I've been sprinting for about 90 minutes now. Um, I'm going to go take a break with, with Bodie. Yes. And so I'm going to take a little mental health and physical break by, by walking around the block uh, a little bit. But um, I just want to remind you folks, do yourself a favor, do the world a favor, go do something really significant today. All right. God bless you. God keep you. God hold you. We'll see you next time. Thanks everybody. Bye everybody.